0: Welcome to my podcast. This is the first ever podcast I've ever done. Um yeah, this is really bizarre. Um I've sort of had to kick my boyfriend out um for an hour to um <laughs> to give me like about an hour just to record this and I've been planning this all day. But I feel like it's one of those things that you really have to sit down and do and not really worry about making it go completely smoothly or like it's completely perfect um because i mean there's no such thing as perfection um which i found out to be honest the hard way anyway so um welcome to i'm probably overthinking it um in case you're wondering the name um i'm probably overthinking it uh, came about because i wanted I, to be honest i listen to quite a few podcasts and a lot of them are quite not self-indulgent is the wrong word they just i mean the podcast is just one person or a couple of people talking anyway um but a lot of podcasts talk about other people's experiences and uh, we resonate with them right so they become relatable to us and we listen and we enjoy it and we laugh and whatever but a lot of these sort of instances that I, you know, all these podcasts I re- uh, I listen to, I sometimes go like, oh my God, like, or should I say, situations I've been in, I've gone, this would be a really good podcast episode because I think lots of people would relate to what I'm going through. But a lot of it is just me overthinking it, like genuinely overthinking every single thing. Like I even overthought doing this podcast because what I really want to talk about today um, and from the title of this um, video. it's not even a video. Oh my God, it's not even a video. Who am I? Um, this podcast episode is Struggling to Stick with Hobbies or Are You Overthinking It? Because that's the, the whole of my podcast is just going to be issues that I think a lot of us have had to deal with in life or are going through. And the reality is sometimes it's not actually as bad as we make it out to be. And that's because of previous issues, past traumas or just worry just the fight or flight, you know, just simple things like that. So this is kind of a way to not poke fun, but to just acknowledge that some things, you know, sometimes you just need to talk about it, you know. Today I'm going to talk about um, how hard it is to stick with hobbies because I see this as a, as a hobby. Um, I don't see this going anywhere big I don't and I think that's where things go wrong and I'll get to that in a second um, I listen to quite a few podcasts and they start they sort of log and they like lockdown sort of passion projects and have become these you know really kind of wicked platforms where people are yeah they just communicate and it's great and one of the people that Seems to do really well at the moment, which is amazing. Um, I haven't, I don't, I haven't heard many of her podcasts. I heard quite a few, um, but I do think she's fab. Is um, what's the crack with Emma Neal? Um, I found her out just, I think, by chance on TikTok, and since then I've been hooked. I think she's grand, and I think she had uh, her podcast advertised on Leicester Square, and I work quite close to Leicester Square actually. Um, and I was gonna go and, you know, support, but life got in the way, and I ended up, you know, sitting on the tube like, oh, I need, to, I need my bed. <laughs> so, um, no, massive congrats to her. I think, you know, it's a real inspiration for people who, you know, see something as nothing and keep at it, and it becomes something. But I just really wanna make this clear that, you know, what I tell, what I say here is, completely my opinion. I'm not swayed by anything, really. Um, if anything, I I just, I might say the wrong thing. Um, I might change my mind years down the line. You know, opinions change and things like that. I've always struggled with hobbies, and I don't know if anyone else has felt the same way, and I feel really alone in this, but I think it's because it's not really talked about that much. I don't know about you guys, but have you ever found that You've sort of started something because it felt or it sounded cool in your head, whether that's a sport or an art or a, I don't know, it could be anything, right? And you get there, you prep, you hype yourself up for it, you do it, or you do it once, right? Or you get all the equipment, you do it once, and then you're like, oh, this is not what I expected. And then you lose interest. And then you never want to do it again. And all the equipment collects dust in the corner of your room. And then you sort of have it there as a reminder. It's almost like a, you know, why didn't you stick with it? Why didn't you stick with it? And then there's something else, you know, a couple of months or a couple of weeks or however long. And you think, oh, actually, no, that looks like a good idea. I'm going to do that now. And then the same thing happens again. You just, you know... You pick up a violin and then go, this sounds like a cat being dragged on concrete. That's not a vibe. I don't like it. And then, you know, you sort of re- resent yourself for it. Because if you have felt like this, you're not alone. Because I feel like this a lot. And it's something I've really struggled with. And I never understood why it's been like this. I've, ha- I've been there like this literally since I was capable of understanding like likes and dislikes right so you know i'm i went to uni and i did art and photography and that was a real <coughs> reminder for me of how quickly i can uh, drop things because my course was i did a course called creative arts practice at bath spa university and it was a very open-ended course and my god that was tricky that was three years of a lot of develop self-development a lot of character development going on there because I'd pick up a project. A couple of weeks later, I'd be like, nah, I want to do tufting, right? Just off track a sec, which is dangerous for me, by the way. If I go off track, I have to try and remind myself to go back to the point I was going off. Anyway, I wanted to do something called tufting, which is essentially, if you don't know what tufting is, tufting is rug making, right? It's kind of how I understood it. And I was obsessed with it. So I like obsessively looked up TikToks, Videos, YouTube, you know, you name it, right? I even went to a couple of exhibitions of tufting, you know, artists around the city. Was it a town? I and I got there, and there was an obstacle, right? They didn't have the equipment at uni, couldn't do it, and then I just completely lost interest, like literally, just dropped it. The second there was an obstacle in my way, I went, okay, fine, and then never, never touched on it again. Same with um instruments um my family are very instrum- like, uh, instrumental that sounds a bit strange but anyway they've been um my dad was one of five. Ooh, that's a bit bad I don't know that. I think it's one of five I can't tell you off the top of my head and I feel like I'll waste like seconds trying to count but yeah one of many and every single one of his siblings had an instrument and my nan was a cello teacher right and she was great she wanted me to get on the bandwagon and learn an instrument and I am not joking I'm not saying this for shock effect I think I went through like five six instruments over the course of my childhood because I just didn't and that sounds actually not doesn't sound like a lot but when you spend money on classes and the instrument and effort I mean yeah you sort of get to a point where you're like, "This, why is this not working? I've done everything. I've done clarinet. I've done violin. I've done cello. Um, I'm not big enough for bass, to be honest. I think it would drown me out, literally. Um, What else have I done? Piano. That was a big one. That was, I stuck with piano the longest, and that was difficult. I was actually so bad, my teacher refused to teach me. I remember my parents told me years later, they were like, I was like, why did I stop piano? And they said... Uh, we didn't want to tell you this at the time, but your teacher didn't want to carry on with you anymore. And then I thought, surely if you're getting money to teach a kid that clearly isn't very good at piano, you know, it's just free money really, isn't it? I mean, obviously it's bad for my parents, so I appreciate that she was honest and whatnot, but I was devastated. Um, But anyway, I think from then on, I've just really struggled. Like, um, another thing recently, um, I was presenting ra- uh, radio state i was just doing some presenting for d- originally i signed up for four days a week right um i went through the eff- i went to the all the effort to um go to the university you near know, where i live because that's where their studio is and i chat with them being like yeah i have a voice rail so i said sign me up and they were really happy with it and then he said oh do you want to do it one day a week do two, two days a week what did i do i said four days a week because if I haven't got enough stuff to do already, I thought, yeah, let's do four days a week. Why did I do that? Because I know I am I don't have the spa like the capacity to do four days a week. I don't have the capacity to do one day a week, let alone three more. Okay. But I thought, no, just to impress, let's do four you're not going to believe me but I only did it once and I've not spoken to them again I did tell them I couldn't do it and because of my job for those of you who don't know me I work in the audio industry um I work basically as like a what's it called director of first impressions which sounds very fancy but I also assist in I am producing and stuff and I'm sort of training to be a producer an audio producer so radio and audio you know I know it fairly well now and um so for me it was like well i do it at work anyway and because my work's pretty busy i was like oh just i want to go home and i want to relax and that's the thing and i procrastinate so i felt really bad when because i'd hyped up loads of people for this right so i had gone like guys all my friends it's like guys you won't believe it there's my phone um i said guys you won't believe it i'm um I'm going to be a radio show host for four days a week. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great for my resume because what I'd love to do is present. You know, that's like the dream is to be a TV presenter. That would just be amazing, right? So um, <clears throat> I said, it's a great start and blah, 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 blah. As it goes on, everyone's like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, like, whoop, whoop, Um, And yeah, it was exciting. And then I just did it once and then never spoke about it again. And then my parents were asking, hey, how's the radio shing- uh, ching? thing going and i was sort of avoiding answering i was like oh yeah well oh you know i had to stay late which happens you know a fair amount so it wasn't like a lie per se and they, they probably caught on they know me very well you know even actually my dad said it beforehand before i started he was like andy you've got to stay and you know keep going with this one because it's good and i was like yeah yeah i guess you're right and i let them down and i feel like i've let them down so um i'm not telling anyone about this i don't think not yet i say that no i won't because i don't have them on social media because i kind of want to promote this on social media and luckily they don't they don't have it so i think i'm all right with them Uh, it's the same with my boyfriend actually he's great one of the things he said to me ages ago we sat in the pub and um he goes oh andy you don't really have like a thing that you like and I was like, what do you mean? He's a massive racehorse fan. Like, he is like, he knows everything about racing, horse racing. Like, everything. Odds, he follows horses. Uh, I mean, it's insane. You know, he is, you know, he's like a horse genius. But he's loved horses since he was a baby. So these are like, this is something that he stuck with since he was a child. He's like, you don't really have anything. And I was like, rude but also you're right and I guess I guess it got me thinking and you know I'm wondering whether you've ever felt the same or you've ever felt like why am I different why can I not find something that I can stick with and you see all these people doing things that they stick with and they turn really successful whether it's a small business you know how many of us have gone on TikTok and Instagram and seen all these earring making videos and crochet animal videos and gone hey that looks good and then you go into like how difficult it is right and then you go and go on the gov website and you have a look and you go and like copyright your business and then you go into like the logistics of everything and you think nah do you know what I ain't got time for that and then it's just like you're sort of back to where you were before so nothing's what oh my god is it just me over lockdown everyone and their nan was doing candles right it was like a candle business like mass candle i don't know if, where did it come from anyway so i don't know is it like you sort of look at it and you think oh my god this is going to take way too much of my time or i don't have time to do it or i've got other commitments like you know i don't know you've got kids or you've got a job or you've got a life you know so yeah but maybe you know maybe that's the way we are maybe that's just well, i do you ever th- I could, I don't want to generalize I'm not saying we and I'm saying that's exactly what you're like I'm saying we because I feel like this is something that lots of people talk like have but don't talk about um maybe on smaller smaller scales I'm I'm hoping that's kind of that's it really um oh actually another thing, I made notes on this. Did you know, right? I couldn't keep a job for about six months. Not could they fired me. You're right, I have you know, thank you very much. It was because I couldn't be asked. I got to about six months, past the probation, and thought, Yeah, nah, not for me and then just walked off. Obviously I'd like handed in my notes and all that resignation bollocks. But like genuinely I would get bored. Who does that? I mean obviously we all get bored about doing jobs and stuff, but you know, i I could probably tell you how many jobs I had on both my hands and I'm only 22 like you know how you have people that have just one job and through their 16s and then you know no mate I've probably had about 10 and I mean that genuinely because I gen I like I was a good worker but I just got bored that's another thing for those of us who struggle to keep hobbies do you get bored really quickly Like, do you ever find yourself, like, switching off? Because then I wonder, is it an ADHD thing? Because I have ADHD. So uh, part of me thinks maybe that's why. It doesn't affect my day-to-day. It only really affected me at university, which is where I got asked to get diagnosed by my tutor. Because he was like, girl, you're struggling. (laughs) I was like, why am I struggling? So who knows? Obviously, these sorts of things are tricky. You don't want to self-diagnose and all that shebang you know, I'm not here to give medical advice whatsoever. Now, I thought about adding something into these episodes, uh, and I thought about doing, like, a book of the week, and I know lots of people do, like, word of the week, or, like, video of the week, um, and I thought book of the week would be quite good. Um, I know quite a few podcasts I listen to do that, and it also encourages me to read, because, again, in Andy fashion, I struggle to finish a book right I've got one on the go that has been on the go for about two months and it's not on it's a great book though I probably will mention it in the next episode because it is it is really really good but I just don't want to give too much away you know I want to kind of drip feed all my all my great ideas anyway so the book that I want to recommend is where are my notes there are big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert now somebody gave this to me and was like oh you know just give it a read you might really resonate with it and I thought "Mm, it's more than three pages it's quite ambitious for me thank you for reference I think it's something like 300 pages (laughs) so anyway I did actually read it and one of the things that I wanted to touch on just very briefly um was she said something about she said a lot of things right this is a long book but she said something along the lines of, because I read it such a long time ago, the idea, like the, the form of ideas, right, because what hobbies are, I feel like they are inspirations, they're ideas, but they come about from something, whether you see it on social media, or your friend does it, or just the idea pops into your head, you're on the bus, and it just, you know, it pops into your brain, these ideas come from somewhere, now, with this book you've got to take these kind of books with a pinch of salt because again it's one person's idea and you sort of got to take make your own inter- like take your own interpretation of it and she said that in how she saw it was that it's almost like the universe would pop ideas into your brain um that sounds very medical but like you know what i mean like inspiration would come into your brain and you think oh this is a wicked idea and then you sit and you ponder and the idea stays with you right and then all of a sudden it just goes, and you're like, "Where did that idea go?" And you just you don't have the same level of drive and fire that you did a week ago, or one month ago, or even a year ago. Like these ideas can stay, and what she's sort of saying is, is these ideas come to you at the right time because they feel like they're gonna be there for you, like they're gonna be done by you in that moment. And sometimes things get in the way and they don't get done. And they move on to somebody else. Or two people can get the same idea and one happens and the other one doesn't. Like she said about a book idea. I think it was an adventure book. And she had sort of been pondering on this idea for years. And then all of a sudden, uh, a writer had had the exact same idea. I think up until like the name of the character was the same. I might be wrong with that, but it was so similar that she was like, ah, I know what's happened. The idea has popped into my head. I didn't do it, I didn't fulfil the idea and it's gone to you. So for me, I'm kind of going, well, maybe ideas are making mistakes when they come to me. They're just like, ah, she looks like she can do it and, you know, the other ideas are like, you don't want to go to this girl. She is a catfish. She looks like she's going to do it. She'll hold on to you for a couple of weeks and then you're gone, right? I'm on the, I'm on the blacklist for ideas, I think, um, which I get. If I was an idea, I probably wouldn't go into my head either because I just, I'm not going to do it. It's really bad. But then when it comes to like career stuff, dude, I'm on it like fire, right? I'm on it like hot shit. And I think it's because I see things happen instantly. I think it, I'm impatient. So, what I want to say is <clears throat> to those of you who relate to this, and relate to this podcast because maybe you feel like maybe you feel like you're not the ideas person at your work or maybe you are struggling to find your thing like oh my god what's your thing what's your like what's your niche trait what's the thing about you that oh you know you know so and so they love I don't know they're obsessed with horse racing or you know they're the ones that crochet this that and the other or i've only ever gone for crochet i don't know why i go for random crochet stuff but you know what i mean like they have their thing and you're like where's my thing you know i'm a firm believer that things happen at the right time and there's a reason why we are the way we are for everyone for those of us who stick with one thing and carry it through until the end which by the way if you're like that can you please comment below what it is you do to stick with stuff because i think we should help each other out um that other you know the second person out of the three of us that are you know listening to this podcast (laughs) um I think I think it'll be really beneficial because things happen for a reason and this podcast has happened for a reason and if you're listening to this maybe this has come for a reason and that reason is just to do it I think because I've just sat down and pressed record Yes, granted, I have prepped. But I've hyped this up. I've had this up in my head. But I'm prepared to see this fail. And that's not a bad thing. Failing isn't always a bad thing. So, guys, I feel like this is where I end my first episode. I think... I think we've been through a lot already, guys. Um, so... <laughs> I'm really grateful if you stayed until this part. Um, And yeah, um, please leave any comments or anything to be honest, Um, anywhere. I don't know if you can do it down below. That sounds very YouTube 2016. Um, Or if not, follow me on Instagram. It's Andrea underscore Swan underscore Martinez. Make sure to follow me and yeah, give me some feedback. And I will see you next week, I promise. Let's make a promise. If We've started a hobby. We're going to do it. We're going to do it for a week. Actually, no. Let's do two weeks because then I can do another episode and we can we can come back and talk about how that went, okay? So yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. And yeah, until next time. Thanks so much. Bye. <laughs>